I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, gang. Welcome to This Might Help with Matt Bronger. This is a solo mission. Uh, I'm just doing this by myself. I wanted to do one for the mighties. Uh, that's what I call you. Uh, if this is your first time listening to this, maybe you're not a mighty, but uh, hopefully you will be by the end. Uh, mighties uh, is, is my little term for people who listen to This Might Help. It's our little community, a little bit of, uh, you know, like it's like my bit um, uh, uh, angels. If you know my joke, angels from uh, Big Dumb Animal, that's about when something happens that is so funny that even though you're really sad, it makes you laugh despite yourself, that's an angel. Um, so I feel like the mighties are people who, uh, you know, try to laugh through the darkness and that's what we need right now. So that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big overweening explanation to people who just like the podcast, but I thought I'd do, do one just for you because some people have written in and been like, oh, I just want one, uh, want one with you again because the, the old school people, when I started doing a podcast, that's all I did. I did it by myself. The whole gist was I was hitchhiking into your life for a half an hour, then I'd hop right out. Um, but you know, it's, it's more fun, I think, to play with somebody and most people I have on this show are my friends. So that's a good time. And um, we offer a little advice and it might help, hence the name. I don't know. The rules are we don't Google anything. Uh, we're not gonna answer any technical questions we can't help with, but every once in a while we can. And um, most of us are in therapy and or God, you name it, uh, emotionally unstable, uh, recovering addicts or not, la la la, goes on and on. So. We're flawed people trying to help. It sounds so lofty, but honestly, I just want it to be fun. Um, and on to uh, my next point. Hey, I need your help. We are working on the podcast, uh, taking parts out that we think aren't working and, and, and refitting them and stuff. Not that anything's not working, but listen, if there's anything you think we can do better, uh, you know, hit me on Twitter or, um, you know, you can write in a comment on Instagram. You can DM me. Um, you can even call the number 323-763-0228 and, uh, and go, hey, you know, there's one thing that kind of bugs me or, you know what I'd like more of? Just comments are open. Um, if you're a dick and you want to shit on us, why don't you just walk into traffic instead? But for the rest of you, um, your, 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 your criticism is appreciated. I'm not going to get butt hurt if it, if it, if it comes from a real place. Oh, and that's the other rule about the show. We always try to offer sincere advice. That's why I had to change the name of the podcast, um, from advice from a dipshit, because I feel like it was kind of false advertising. A, I've done dipshitty things who hasn't, but I'm not really a dipshit if I'm honest. And also I'm <laughs> I'm not giving dipshit advice. I feel like some people might have listened and were hoping for me to be like, your girlfriend left you. What should you do next? Fucking cut your dick off, bro. Fuck, you know what? Last week, Eric Andre was like, should I do a podcast? That should be his podcast. He should be giving insane advice like that while on drugs. Hope you're listening, Eric. And thanks for being on the show. You are a jewel of a man. Um, so that's what I wanted to say uh, to catch you up. 
just been taking care of the kid all day. Uh, I get about an hour, hour and a half where I can be productive a day. And this is it I'm with you every Tuesday. I do this show with you. Um, and, uh, and, and here we are. So that's, that's been my day looking forward to the weekend. It's weird to not have a job job. I haven't had a job job since 2008, seven, eight, but I still love a weekend, man. I love it. You know, I, 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 I can make any night of the week, my, my Saturday, but it's just something about a real Saturday. You know, I used to resent that too. And I'd get on the road and be doing shows and be like, Hey, why do I have to reform and do what I love? I want a Saturday. So we're, we're, we're all, we're all such unsatisfied bitches sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, so I'm going to be doing a few calls and uh, I just want to say to the mighties, sincerely, thank you. Thank you for giving me an audience, someone I can um, be fun and hopefully knock on wood funny with. And hopefully you enjoy the podcast. If you have anything to say about it, please let me know. I'm going to start reading some comments on the show, uh, inviting some more uh, input. Uh, and, and uh, you know, if you do want to call in, the number again is 323-763-0228. Um, and you can also just write me. You can just write me on Twitter, ask me a thing. I will read it to the guests. Some people don't like the sound of their own voice. They don't want to use a fucking phone. I understand that. I didn't use the F word to be like, screw you, young people. But I get it, man. I mean, a friend of mine had a great joke where he was like, you ever text someone and they fucking call you back? What kind of asshole? And that line would kill because everyone, everyone appreciates that. If I text you, don't call me, dick. Hey, so you don't have to call. I prefer it. I like hearing a voice talking about their problems so I understand, you know, the, 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 the depth of what's going on. But um, hey, Whatever suits you, whatever blows your skirt up, you know, as George Washington would say. Anyway, uh, so let's uh, let's roll it. Let's listen to the first call and uh, and see what we got. So, what's the best advice that y'all have ever gotten? Wow, shit! Right to the right to the point. Uh, this person called, assuming uh, I had a guest. So I just you know I I, I had someone who was talking about me in the in the. In the, it seemed in the plural, they were like, can't wait till, till Bronger comes to town. I hear they're great. Someone wrote like that online or something. And I was like, does this guy think I'm a band? Because my, my Twitter handle is just Bronger. And my Instagram handle is just Bronger. It was originally on Twitter as a joke. It was, you know, it's at, so it's at Bronger. Get it? Um, but, you know, the name, I was like, yeah, I mean, it does look like a metal band name, you know, like font like this. We're holding up this Portland Trailblazers shirt I have, this bootleg one with the Metallica font, the Bronger. But I maintain it'd be a metal band that was all tubas. That's what Bronger would be. So anyway, what's the best advice I ever got? Well, let me get specific with uh, when I first uh, started talking to people who are working in the industry. There was a guy who's a manager. He's, uh, he's kind, of a, kind of a big guy now. He's always been a cool dude. Uh, he, I just had a, a, a zoom happy hour with him and a bunch of other people doing, he, he does the same job. My wife does. He's a manager. He manages big, big, big names. Um, but 
he told me we were having a beer and he was like, look, man, just be nice to everybody. And that sounds, you know, like, oh, you know, obviously, but it's like, you, I can't overstate how much people remember you, remember when you were a dick, remember when you were nice. It's just, not that you have to, it, that doesn't mean kiss ass at all. That means just be kind, just be kind, you know? I mean, I think that's, that's kind of the best advice uh, I can give you to have a, a good environment in your life is just fucking be as kind as you can to everybody without, without sacrificing, you know, just, there's no reason to be an asshole because you feel like it. Uh, that, that, it, that's the first thing that came to mind. So that's what I'm going to say. Um, but, um, I gotta think of something not better, but, uh, my, my personal guide to life, what I always say, like in a nutshell is just keep improving your problems. That's mine. You're always going to have problems. There's always gonna be something you got to deal with something you got to solve. That's fucked up. Just make them. The goal is to make them better. The goal is not to be like, I'm living problem free because that doesn't happen to your dead. Can't wait. I'm kidding. But yeah, just, just keep improving your problems. So those things, those two things, be nice. Just keep improving your problems. So, okay, let's roll the next call. Uh, hey, Matt. Um, this is more of like an Eric question. I was wondering like how, how do you get, off how do you get off of an acid trip quicker I just want to know if there's like a way to just speed it up cool thanks you know what man this is obviously this one was meant for when i had eric andre on but that's okay i can help i've taken pretty much oh, i almost said every hallucinogenic that's not fucking true i've taken a, a, a few of them so many i haven't never licked one of those amazonian frogs um but the thing is i think i've taken acid but i'm not sure i know i've taken a lot of mushrooms i've i've uh taken i think that the one time i thought i was taking acid i was really taking mushrooms so i might have never taken acid but i will say i have a lot of friends who've taken acid and i had a friend back in portland who uh two guys said something like this about different substances. One who was a, a chef and his body was covered in uh, J.R.R. Um, Tolkien uh, uh, tattoos, you know, Lord of the Rings and Hobbit tattoos, whole body. Uh, his was about weed. This other guy, friend of mine, um, uh, Steve, he said, he was like, acid's about 80% of my life. That's <laughs> That's such a massive, massive ratio. And the, the, the Tolkien guy, he was like marijuana is 80% of his life. They, it's, it just, it always blew my mind. They both said 80%, like they'd both mathematically gone. How much? Well, what? I'm about 10% sleeping, 7% eating, 3% fucking, 80% weed. No, what? Fuck acid, 80% acid. So, Look, man, you can't, you can't, you can't get out. That's the problem with acid. Once you're going, once you're on that train, it's left the station. Uh, you can uh, ingest things to make your body metabolize those things more. Like for example, if you drink too much coffee, eat, eat a lot. That will, uh, 
bring down the shakes. And if you've drank enough to go into seizures, a friend of mine worked at Starbucks and this person drank like something like nine coffees, something insane. And they had to like, they were like feeding her bread before the ambulance came and the person was fine. But it's kind of the same thing with acid. You have to, your body has to have fuel to metabolize those things. From what I remember, there might be a scientist or nutritionist who's like, I'm on acid. You're full of fucking shit, Bronger. I don't know. But that's what I've been told. But for the most part, man, it's just time. Water helps, a lot of water. But again, that's, it's, you know, that's just hydration. It's like, you know, obviously, with, like with alcohol, my favorite drug, you, you, you can drink all the water in the world, but you still put what is essentially a poison into your body. So your body still has to filter it out and, uh, and get rid of that stuff. And it's up to you to give your, to replace the, 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 the vitamins you've lost kind of thing. So there's no, for any of these substances, really, like there's no kind of, oh, I'm, I, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot. I'm, uh, I'm on call or I'm a police officer. Shit, I picked up that guy's shift and it's the graveyard shift and I just dropped acid. Yeah, it's like you got to strap on that gun belt, man. And uh, God bless. I hope you don't get involved in any shit. I hope you don't have to, you know, bust anyone violent because you're because you're going. Officer Strange, love, it's happening. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I I hope that I hope that helps you. It's, it's like real short answer, but no, there's not. Eric might look. I'm sorry, Eric's not on here. I apologize to you, the caller. Uh, but we had so many fucking calls, we had to cherry pick them. Brene had to she had to pick certain ones, and there were a lot of ones that were people dicking around. So he did a great job of culling through and going like, "Oh yeah, this one, this one, not this one, not this one." Um, and uh, you know, you kind of got backlogged with the guy who has probably never taken acid. But I've got a lot of friends who took it, so take it and take it and enjoy it. I know it's on an upswing. Uh, you sound pretty young. There's um, a lot of people now I know who are uh, in their in their in their twenties who are who are just like they. There's a whole upswing with like Generation Z where they're like, yeah, like I, my friends and I really like acid. And um, my friend Jordan described acid as like. Um, when you're uh, on. Sorry, I had a lot of coffee. I need to hydrate back to drugs, like I said. Um, you know, hydrate with, with like this is full of drugs. Vial of acid, here we go. Uh, Jordan described acid as dropping acid with your friends and tripping. You're like looking at something and, and the colors are jumping out and you're like, whoa, that's amazing. And then your friend kind of taps you and goes, no, but look over here. And you look over here and it's an entirely different world. Um, so it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of just kind of like marinating, which is what I like about, about mushrooms. I remember taking mushrooms with a friend once and he was like, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I love everything right now, which is an insane thing to say. There's no way you could love everything. Like, really? Anyway, uh, hope that helps. And uh, okay, so do caller number three. Hey, I'm uh, thinking about getting a vasectomy and not telling my wife. They don't want kids. 
Uh, I just think it'd be funny to start coming inside and seeing what happens. Thanks. Seeing what happens. Uh, look, you're you're obviously full of shit, and you're just fucking with me, and you're joking. But I appreciate it because uh, it really caught me off guard, especially because the opener. Hey, think about getting a vasectomy. You sound a little like uh, Jack Nicholson. Hey, you ever want to just get a vasectomy and not tell your wife? Huh? I mean, you come inside her and they're like, where's the kid? Meanwhile, you're in the back smoking a joint, chuckling, because that chick has no idea. Um, that Jack Nicholson went from bad to worse. Yeah, uh, uh, you have no plans to do that. You're not going to do that. You you can't do that. And and like, <laughs> your closer, your opener was great. Your closer sucked. Um, come inside or see what happens. See what happens. Nothing's going to happen. That's the joke, I guess. See what happens. What happens is she's severely disappointed after a year of trying. Um, look, your, my, your wife wants kids. You don't. Maybe that's the real part of the, of the call. You just got to be honest. Um, maybe you shouldn't be with her because if she really wants kids and you do not, and you stand firm and you don't want kids, you know, you guys are on different roads and it's just a you know, fucking hug a war that no one wins. And that's not cool to you or her, honestly. Um, I'll put it this way. I worked with a guy who was nuts for his kid and was talking about his daughter all the time. And, and that's never been something that's annoyed me. It's like, look, I don't get it, but cool. You know, like when I'd had friends who had kids and they wouldn't shut up about their kids, like it was annoying, but I'm not going to be like, oh, shut up. You're annoying. You know, like it's just, it's annoying because I don't get it. It'd be like someone who's just like, oh my God, you know what I love? I fucking, I fucking love mountain climbing. And I'm like, yeah, it's not my jam, but okay. And they wouldn't shut up about mountain climbing. It's just like, that's just not me. That's all. I mean, now it is. I don't blab, blab, blab about my kid. Maybe because I knew those annoying guys, <laughs> but that's how I feel now. But back when this guy I'm talking about, and I work with him, he was like, you ever think about having kids? And I was sincere with him. I was like, I always felt like if I was with someone who I loved very much and they wanted kids, I'd be like, cool, let's have a kid. And I think that was a fine way to be. And it was totally honest. And this guy chose to be like, well, I'm sure your, your wife-to-be really appreciates that. And it was kind of like, so what? I, should I not have shared how I felt? Now, I can't imagine my life without my daughter. I can't. It's, it's exponentially better. Uh, and, and, and my life has forever changed in a great way. It's scary. But like I, I said to my wife once, and she's like, how are you dealing with this? How are you, like, how are you doing? I was like, I've, I've never felt more scared, but I've never felt more brave in my life. I, whatever happens, happens. I'm just, I'm just here. Um, and I'm always gonna be there for this person. And that's, it's a cool feeling. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an emotion I've never had in my life, like this kind of love. So let's, let's take the sap out of it and just say, look, you don't want kids now. Maybe you will. Maybe you talk with her more and maybe you fucking try it. I mean, how bad do you really not want kids? I guess you just gotta, you gotta define that. You gotta figure that out for yourself. That's really what it comes down to. 
Um, but don't get a vasectomy without telling your wife. Uh, and uh, look, I have, I could, in my head, I just counted off three friends I know that have had vasectomies. Uh, one of which is single. He just does not want kids. Never did. Cool. Maybe that's you, man. Maybe you just need to get divorced and, and get a vasectomy because this person wants kids and, and you don't. Maybe that's the thing. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, your, your idea of a, of a prank, even though I'm calling your bullshit, you would never do that, uh, is, is, uh, is insanely cruel. And I know you're just going for laugh and I'm not going to knock you. I get it. You know, I've done dumb shit before. Um, but let's get to the root of this. You really, really don't want kids. You gots to tell your wife. That's what it comes down to. Um, yeah. Weird. When you have a kid too, you hear like your, your ghost cries. Like my kid is in the back office of my wife, doors closed. Just heard her cry in another room. She's not in there. You're like, the fuck, man? Weird, I'll hear a siren in the distance and be like, is she, is she awake? Oh, that's a, that's a cop car. Weird, a weird life. Um, okay, let's roll uh, call number four. How do you get your family to start loving you again even though you're an asshole? Okay. Um, I like, these are short, but sweet. This is fun. This is like my own personal lightning round. Um, you know, speaking of which, I think at the end of the show, I'm going to do, we got a lot of, we got a lot of questions that people had shot me on, on IG that I didn't get to. So I'll, 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 I'll go through a couple of those too, at the end of this show. Um, so, so stay tuned. Um, <laughs> That was delivered so deadpan. It, I'm just gonna treat it like it's real. Look, what did you do to be to 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 make them not love you? Look, first of all, I don't think they don't love you anymore. I'm gonna go fucking super real. Uh, I had uh, two cousins who are no longer living, who were addicted to heroin, and they were brothers. And um, one uh, overdosed, and then the other one overdosed. It was within about a month, month and a half of each other. And it was tragic and it was brutal, especially because they'd both been sober for a while. This is pre-pandemic, by the way. You know, a lot of people are overdosing right now, but this is pre-pandemic, uh, about two years before the pandemic happened. And it was heartbreaking because I loved them very much. And uh, I was pretty close to their mom. And uh, like they, uh, but there were years where they were either living on the streets or in and out of their mother's life and intermittently stealing from her. And I saw one of them, no, sorry, my dad saw one of them on the overpass of a freeway on the on-ramp with a sign up that said, you know, Iraq war veteran, please give. He was never in Iraq. And, you know, just the kind of shit that really destroys you, but it was the addiction. There's never, there's never in our human lifetimes been an addiction like the modern opiate addiction, specifically heroin. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the many deviations and synthetic variations of the poppy, 
like uh, like right now, probably the most insidious would probably be fentanyl. And that's one reason why I think my cousins died is because they used uh, stuff that was laced. Like that's why most people are dying these days because of because of this the the amount of fentanyl because fentanyl is just insanely strong. But none of us ever stopped loving those guys. None of us, you know. So I don't think your family doesn't love you anymore. I don't know what you've done, but maybe they don't want to be around you. Maybe you uh, take advantage. Maybe you're a dick all the time. But I think you just got to look at yourself and go, look, what can I change? What can I, what can I work on? Because no matter what you're doing, even if you don't think you're working on yourself, you're working on yourself. Everything you do a lot of is practice. Whether you drink a lot, whether you lay down a lot, whether you're, 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 you're online all a lot, a lot you're, you're just getting better and better and better at a thing that might not be constructive in your life. So just figure out your time and figure out what you're devoting your time to and figure out what you're focusing on, what you think about a lot. Because that kind of manifests itself in your, in your life. It took me a long time to stop be, be, being angry at myself and being guilty and, and feeling shame and feeling, you know, for, for things I, I, I can't even, I can't even nail down. I don't know why, but it took some therapy and stuff. It's just like, it just takes working on yourself. And, and, and I, I'd like having fun. I like to party. I like eating shit. That's bad for me. You know, I do that, but it's like, it's just, it's just balance. So my advice to you just off the top of my head is work on things that you think need changing, reach out to those people without any expectation. Um, and then, you know, start from there. Most things can be rebuilt. Now I'm not talking about, Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I ruined my marriage by cheating on her and I gambled away our life savings. Okay. That's a, that's a marriage and that's probably over, but like, not to say families forever, but kind of the closest thing we have. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think honestly, a, I don't think they've stopped loving you, you know, but maybe they're sick of your shit. So work on your shit. I guess that's, that's, that's the answer, you know? Um, all right, so I think we have one more call. Let's roll that and I'll, I'll dig out these other ones. So my girlfriend really wants to peg me and I'm a little nervous about it because, you know, not, nothing's ever really been in my ass before. So it's a, it's a hard debate, but I really just want some, some general advice. So I'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Right on, man. I can dig it. Um, you know, I, I, uh, well, first you've got to go, all right, is this something I'm cool with? Uh, if you're not, then no, I've been with people that, you know, didn't want to do a certain thing and I wanted them to do that thing with me. And they, and it's like, it's just, you know, I'm just like, all right, I'm just not going to fucking push it. We're gonna, we can do other stuff. Um, but she really wants to. So maybe you try it. Maybe you give it a shot. But here's where I differ. I remember a sex advice guy. And I think he, he might have been a medical professional. He was. Okay, I'm going to get real specific here. He, 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 someone asked the same question you're asking. And he was like, 
you know, you should do it because she wants it. And, you know, none of that starting with a, a, a with a, I laugh because I'm 12 years old, a smaller fake dick. Use the real one, take it. And it's like, well, I mean, not that there exists a thing called Fisher Price, my very first dildo, and I'm going right to hell for saying that phrase out loud, but I don't know. I mean, I think you can put a little tiny strap on thing on her and let her, you know, stick you and then work your way up to the big hog. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know a lot about it, but I think it's just all, it just gotta be like anything sexual. It's gotta be consensual. It's gotta be something you're into. If she's fucking hassling you about, you know, you should do this. It's what I want. It's like, yeah, but if you don't want to, then don't man. It's really down to that. If you, you know, you're cool getting a little freaky and digging on it and, and like giving it a shot, give it a shot. Hey, there are nerves in your butthole, sexual nerves. So there you go. But it's tough, man. I, ah, <laughs> uh, let's, let's do it. Let's get real. I had, um, uh, I think it was a cyst of some kind that developed in my butthole and no, this isn't a sexual thing, but doctor had to kind of, she, she, uh, had to put her finger in my butt and get it in there. She got this like a suppository or a lotion in there or something. And it's just, I mean, I'm everything in my, every muscle, my body's flexing like veins. I never seen are coming out of my neck. It was really hard for me to have something. It was just like, and not even like, Ew, something's in my butt. Am I gay? Not that at all. You know, I, I can, I I've had a girl put a finger in my butt and been like, like, it's not exactly my jam, but I'm like, Ooh, that's new. It, it, it wasn't like, ah, stop. Gross. Ugh. None of that. It's just, it was fucking painful to have a person's digit, like a finger, not even a penis in my butt, it hurt. So I think you just have to be aware of, of that and, 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 and go by your, be honest with your boundaries. Like you, <laughs> you sound so defeated, man. You sound like, fuck, I guess I have to, to keep her. You know, I, I think a lot, of, one of the biggest parts of being in a relationship is you gotta value yourself and know you'd be fine without this person, no matter how special they are to you in the end. So don't do anything you're not comfortable with. If you, if you are, and you, you guys have talked it over and stuff and you want to give it a shot, but you know, if it, if it hurts like a, like a bejee, like a, like a goddamn, you know, burning bejesus, then you could be like, stop. I don't like this. I mean, it goes without saying, it's not like you'd be like, I feel like I'm going to die. I guess I'll let her keep going, but um, hope that helped. Uh, and and yeah, dude, you just sound so beat up. It's okay. Um, so, okay, I'm just gonna go through these to finish off the show. Uh, thanks again for calls. Uh, this, is, this was for um, uh, uh, Eric and myself. You guys were hilarious on getting Doug with high. Thank you, love Doug Benson. And I will say I was on there. Um, I'm like blanking on his name, but it's another comedian who doesn't really smoke a lot of weed like me. And we smoke weed. And I was like, I remember being like, I'm just going to lean in, smoke a bunch. And fuck, I was so high. Uh, it says, what are your 420 plans? Nothing. <laughs> I wish Eric was here. He'd have a much cooler answer. Um, let's see. 
what inspires you? That's a good one. Um, I, I'm, I'm inspired by everything from uh, someone saying something hilarious to uh, 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 an amazing piece of art. In terms of, and I think specifically, like in terms of in terms of comedy and in terms of um, perf performative stuff. Oh, just just something where I just. I, I'm just impressed by how they did it. It's like listening to a piece of music and you're like, how do, how do you write a song like that? It's like anytime I see someone do something on stage or on a screen that I'm like, it looks like acrobatic shit to me. Um, that That's what inspires me. Uh, pyre cake, pyre cake, pyre cake. You know what? More often than not, I would say pie because the variations, but right now, man, I think I'd rather a piece of cake. Lately, I've just been like, dude, frosting is king. God damn it. So fucking good. I think if there are like missiles coming, like there's no escape. We're all gonna die. And I was single. I would just be like, I'm gonna do a shot of tequila and eat this can of frosting. Um, I mean, you know, if I was single. You know, obviously my wife and I just have to hug and be like, you know, with our, our kid. It's so much fucking depressing. Let's stick with tequila and a jar of frosting. Can, sack, and a bag of frosting. Um, let's see. Will you be our surrogate? Yes. I'm just going to speak for Eric, Andre, and I. We'll, we'll definitely have your baby. Uh, how do I demon-proof my weed? Well... The way I do it, it, I was raised Catholic. So it's always, you know, as we all know in the, in the spiritual realm, what you believe manifests, and that is both your sword and your shield. So I will just go to your local Catholic church, um, though I have to go to a progressive Catholic church because of my beliefs. I believe they should allow um, gays and, uh, you know, um, people who don't necessarily speak the language, non-US citizens I'm cool with. We're all the same in, in, in Christ size. And those are kind of hard to find. There's a bunch in Portland, but you got to take your weed and dip it in the holy water and then let it dry. Um, let's see. Um, if you could have been birthed by any non-human, in parentheses, animal, which would you choose? Ooh, wow. Come out of any animal? I think it'd be hilarious if, if, if a human baby fell out of a hippo. Long as the hippo didn't turn around and eat the baby. Like if it just fell out in the grass and the hippo just kept walking and some people were like on a safari and were like, the fuck? What? And it was never explained. Like scientists couldn't, and the baby just grew up normal to a, a human man or woman. I, I think I think if I would if I uh, I could pick an animal because a hippo I won't say it's my favorite animal but God damn it I love hippos it's fucked up but I think it's I think it's hilarious that they just attack people and kill them for no reason like I I don't I, don't, I feel if you if you were you 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 were hurt or your family member died or something by getting bit by a hippo that's I'm sorry but they don't they look so cute you know the first guy who saw a hippo was like oh I'm gonna go hug it my back. Um, will Eric ever want to make a horror movie? Fuck you better. You better, Eric. I want to. Oh, this is great. How does, how does it feel to be talking with the insanely famous and talented Matt Bronger? Thanks, Dan Brooks. 
I'll have to ask him that like Eric Andre's fame could buy and sell my fame easily. Um, he's, he's like Amazon. I'm, I'm like GameStop before the fucking Gamergate thing happened or GameStop then different thing. Sorry. The, you know, you know what I meant? Um, or the not like a knockoff of GameStop. It's like GameSpot. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that that's look, that's all we got for this time. Uh, and uh, cool. So again, any ideas, hit me up uh, and uh, like and subscribe. Please tell your friends. If you like the show, post about it. Write it on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, la la la. But um, you keep uh, listening. We'll keep making them. It's a joy. And I really appreciate you. The number, one more time, is uh, 323. 763-0228. So go ahead and call that number there and uh, we will listen in real time, have some laughs and give advice. Thanks again, guys. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.